Your sunsets are stupid. Welcome, everyone, and pull up a seat at the table. It's lunchtime in Rome. Tonight is episode 148, entitled, What is Joy? Joy is something separate from happiness. How is it different? What is joy versus happiness? What is true joy? If what we talked about two weeks ago was specific to what makes us happy or brings us joy, tonight we will be talking about joy in general. What is it? What is the difference between happiness and joy? How can we attain it? How can we maintain it? These are the things we will go over tonight at the table. Pull up a chair at the table and join us. First time listeners can subscribe on your favorite podcast app or listen directly on lunchtimeinrome.com. While there, you can take a relational needs questionnaire, which a lot of people have been taking. Make sure to follow us on all social media and it would be great, it'd be great if you could give us a five-star review. Amen. Jay. Thank you, Chris, for testifying. Jay, what specifically is this podcast Being about? alone is, is the worst. Good times aren't as good, and bad times are worse when you are all alone. Romans twelve fifteen says to rejoice with those who rejoice and mourn with those who mourn. That is how you keep people from being alone and what this podcast is all about. We demonstrate that in the first 15 minutes of the podcast, and we talk about it for the rest. So while it may not be twelve fifteen in Rome, we're treating it like it is lunchtime, lunchtime. in Rome. Rome. Hi. Oh, hey, Chris. How you Chris doing, buddy? Chris is back. I, hey, Chris. I love taking a break so I can always say, hey, I'm back. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's so nice. Although it was it was very good timing last week mm. um, in that I had the flu, but Lex was able to come on, and that was awesome. I have not listened to the episode yet, but I am so looking forward you to it. You got to. I'm and still in the If you're listening joy. to this right now, you have to go back and listen to After Lex's tonight's episode. episode. It was unbelievable. Awesome. It was one yeah. of the best yeah. podcasts so we've good. had. I'm looking forward to it, not just because I'm sure it was a great episode, but just Lex's radio oh, voice. Sure. We yeah. talked about right. that. I, mean, I know gonna, how you feel about it. It's going to give me the tingles and <laughs> everything. Yeah. It's going to be great. <laughs> you actually admitted that on air right now. Oh, man. I, everyone, if, if you think ASMR is not a real thing, it is absolutely real, man. I've, I've had it all my life. I'm telling you. And and Lex has a very calming voice, and that's just, just yeah. Well, that's it for episode 148. <laughs> Doesn't get better than that. Or worse. All right. Um, yeah, but I do have some goods and bads to share. Bad being, like I said, that I was sick last week. And just health in general lately. Um, I had COVID like a month and a half ago, and now a week ago I had the flu. And by flu, I mean literally influenza. COVID, too. So it cutting was, edge. It was and in- retro at the same time. Right? Oh, yeah. It's, it's old school. Um, Wait, influenza- what, what, is, what is a flu? Well, it's, it's an influenza virus. Mm. So it's, it's not a coronavirus. It is mm. a different kind of virus, although symptoms are similar, right? So it's fever and congestion. In my case, I had um, the fever wasn't as bad, but the congestion was, at, was worse than COVID. And um, hmm. just chest congestion and sinusy stuff. So that's where I was. Did you have chills? I don't recall chills. No. Only listening to Lex. Right. Those, right. Well, those are tingles. That's, that's those are tingles. Goosebumps there. <laughs> and we're back. <laughs> Right. <laughs> so that's my bad. But you bad. have some good. I do. Well and, well, and let me tie it together because I had also talked last time I was here about like part of my bad being um, 
dietary health issues, right? Right, right, right. right. So my good is I started Noom, heard of it, um, which is... Uh, Based in Titusville. <laughs> Absolutely. Everything I do is. Uh, <laughs> and um, the, Isn't that the Rob Bell videos? Those new ma. New ma. Oh, no, this is t- something Sorry. totally different. So it's a nutrition and, no, you know, those are the shoes run DMC war diet thing. It goes, yeah. it runs through an app, but you, you know, you, I have like a one on one coach that I, I text with through the app and, and whatnot. And, but it's also mental health. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of cognitive behavioral therapy type nice. stuff. So a nice. lot of, a lot of, you know, getting you thinking about why, why you're eating, how why you're eating. Why do you want that McDonald's, Chris? Right. Exactly. Because I'm a piece of crap and I should put <laughs> crap in my mouth. No, crap. it's cause I just, des- it's cause I deserve it. It's actually it's it's so delicious that I how can I turn that down? That's that's sort of where my brain goes, like, huh, right. or not even just simply that, but like, man, it's been a long day. Then why don't you deserve, I deserve a better some, reward? Absolutely. Well, that's where I'm trying to go. All right. So I'm retraining my brain. I like it. It's been going really well, and I'm just I'm like excited on that. I've been I've been kicking butt teaching this week. Just all I'm all in this yeah. week. So I'm mm-hmm. just got a lot of momentum. Up and there's been ups and downs, and right now it's an up, and I'm just I'm enjoying that when i celebrate that big time because coming off of the flu where you're like i just had covid right oh (laughs) so frustrating like that's a that's a terrible tandem yeah and so for you to be like you know what no we're not gonna wallow yeah yeah you're strong chris i well i appreciate that i I can't say i didn't wallow for a couple days but but i you know while you weren't planning amy's uh and your uh trip away oh it's coming (laughs) don't don't you worry jay we're we're going away all right dear if you're listening we're going away. Big plans. Big plans. <laughs> that's right. Can't be done while you're sick. You have to be clear of mind. I that's, do. That's absolutely. Absolutely. That's I do good. have a bad for this week. Um, if you were done, Chris. I am right? absolutely done. Um, I want to hear from you, Eric. Yeah. Uh, so, man, I've said it before, but I am so tired of this season with Mags. Like, mm. she's so stubborn. And we were, we're, you know, we're set up to go to the zoo Saturday, <sighs> Saturday morning. And... She, I, I did the countdown. We're going to get ready. Well, ten, see, what you say minutes. that like it's a given. Yeah. And I was like, well, that's kind of brilliant. That it's a five minute yeah. countdown yeah. until we and get it, ready. And it usually works. Right. It it's us- a good strategy. It usually works. But this time it, it didn't. And she, she wanted mommy to get her ready. Of course. And mommy's getting ready herself. So she didn't want me to get her ready. And she was. V- just very stubborn and very defiant against me to to not have me get her ready, which means now we have to wait for mommy to get done, and then we have to get her ready. So now we're late, and you now know me, you know me. I love being late; it's the best. Uh, it's like a reward for you. <laughs> oh, if I could be late, <laughs> I'm always I'm, so I'm always early. So for those for the for those of you who can't hear the sarcasm, I'm always early. Uh, if it's, if within Saturday, my, you weren't within, pal. <laughs> within my within my power, I'm always early, um, and so I'm already like frustrated. But I I lost my uh, shit. <laughs> wow, I I lost that my. Was Jay that said that. <laughs> nope. <laughs> um, I did lose my cool a little bit, and I I slammed the door because I was just like, I'm done. I'm done. What I, door? Car door or bedroom door? Bedroom door. Nice. And I, I like I was I was I just I, I it just, happens, man. It, it does. Happens. I know. It and I like it I was happens. just done. I was like I can't. Yeah. I can't. And and now I'm on the verge of we're we're in that because she's an only child. She's an only grandchild, and she gets 
pretty much whatever she wants. And now we have to, we really have to start thinking about if you disobey and you don't listen, we're not going. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm yeah. all about it. I am all about it because it's just going to get worse and, and worse and worse. So, You're at the poker table. You got to keep raising those stakes. Uh, you know what I mean? Man. And it, like, right. Right. You've got to keep raising I know, those stakes. Right. The and, good thing uh, is once you probably, once you follow through with that once, yeah. like the threat will probably be good enough after that. <laughs> hopefully. Hopefully. Right. You yeah. know, but she's so stubborn. Like it might take a little bit. Um, so that was my bad. But I, I want to encourage, yeah. well, first of all, yeah. I want to join you in that, yeah. in that moment. You're like, we're here again. Mm-hmm. And right. Like, and and we're not even at the zoo. And you know, <laughs> you've got to put the foot down and you know, you got to yeah. change the behavior, but that's going to take a lot of doing. And that's yes. got to be a, a lot, lot of you of and Amy doing, time. A lot of doing. A lot, well, well, a and then, great way to describe that. It is. It's, 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 much, it is. it's a much to do. Well, and every day, everybody's day is ruined at that point. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because right. then we're stuck here. You you're, you're punishing it. yourself yeah. in order to punish exactly. her. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know. Not going to the zoo. It's kind of a good. <laughs> well, day. well. Okay. Generally speaking, though. Yeah, yeah. right. If it right. was, you know, going to something that I really, really wanted to do, right? Um, like yeah, sea different. <laughs> hey, man. Sea but I, but has let a, me join you as well. Yeah, you. Know, it's worth it. It is so worth it. We yeah. just like nope. Yeah, yep. daddy's back in charge. Yeah, you know, I apologize if I haven't done this soon enough. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm putting the foot. I mean, and back to your point of it should maybe only take once. You know, it goes back to two different times with Bella, who was her own strong spirited child. Yeah, the door slamming, mm-hmm. where she finally lost the door. And uh, yeah. I took the door right off the hinges. Never did it again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when she would hit Joe, and she hit, 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 mm. scratched, bit, all that stuff. Yeah. And one day I said, Joe, you're allowed to fight back. And then she came running up the stairs, crying, crying, crying. What happened? He was defending himself. <laughs> <laughs> to this day, she has not laid a hand on him. Yeah. <laughs> He's far bigger now, but still. Well, so right. my point is, I want to give yeah. you hope that it, yeah. it will work. Yeah. Yeah, no, 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 and those I lines in the sands, that. like you have to, you I, yeah. have to do the lines. I appreciate sands. that, and they might go in the letter. Like that's the thing; sure, like they might sure. go in the letter, but okay, either way, either right. way, yeah, either way. It's when I learned discipline. You got yeah. no one to hold them, no one to fold them. Kenny, um, you are so right. Uh, are you, you good? I'm gonna do okay. uh, a good, um, because I sat in a room. This I'm not gonna. I'm trying to be as uh, discreet, yeah, discreet as I can. Um, I sat in a room this week Uh, and heard somebody just pour out everything on their heart Mm. and this person just laid it all out and was probably the most vulnerable I've been in the presence of in the presence of um, a person in a long time and they gave me one of the best compliments to me and Amy and mags and it just like my heart broke but i was also just like wow like, this is a terrible day for you but a great day <laughs> for me <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah no it wasn't the exact words no, yeah you bring me peace yeah and i was like wow because like you know you don't have that perspective of yourself uh, like of uh, how you're trying others... not to screw everything up yeah right <laughs> pretty much and uh when you hear it like when you hear something like that like it really like I, like I was just taken back, like, um, and it was just crazy. No, but, and, and yeah. I, I mean, I was there with you, and I am yeah. so honored to be in that moment on many levels. But it's your story. I texted Eric later that night, and I said, "Could you have imagined the first day you sat on our couch, and Rachel and I were teaching you about emotional needs when he couldn't say poop if he had a mouth full of it?" 
Mm-hmm. And to the point where someone looks at him and says, you bring me such peace and comfort. And he was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> and so that's a testimony to when you yeah. work it and you, and you get it and you understand it, that you are, a, a, I mean, what a benefit to somebody else's life. Yeah. What more do you want out of it's a cra- day? It's crazy. Uh, it's unbelievable. Uh, it was Shared fun. it with Amy when, when I got home. It was awesome. It is awesome. It's fantastic. How about um, Brian? Uh, well, Ethan. So my son, Ethan, he turned 15 on monday yeah he did my boy um miracle what, miracle what, baby miracle, miracle baby. baby yeah he oh, turned, i forgot to call him that Dadgum. yeah we gotta we gotta make that a trend um, making a t-shirt yeah so <laughs> hashtag yeah so if you listen to the podcast last week um my wife lex talked about just a very brief dive into um some of our trials and travails with having a kid and Ethan was our first kid, and it, 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 just to be 15 years later and to celebrate this wow. young man's birthday on Monday. Um, 15. That's 15. halfway through the teens. I hate to break it to you. Yeah. Well, and, and so he and I went to uh, an Imagine Dragons concert two weeks ago. Um, that was his big present. But, like, it's it's been – we always talk about birthday week, you know, in our family. We talk about birthday week. And – it's kind of like the whole week, and you just do. <laughs> no, that's good. Do, do tell. Um, well, it's we, a birthday. We, we want to honor you for not a on week. the day, but through the week. So, um, so the, like yesterday, I'm sorry, Monday was like a culmination of just this kid's life, and and he was so appreciated on Monday. There were so many people, like right off the bat, like Monday morning, he wakes up. Bing, bing. Bing, yeah, bing, people bing. were texting him, Snapchatting him. Like, um, it was just, it was great. And yeah. he like to for me to be his dad, to know what appreciation feels like, to know that he's high on appreciation, to see him getting that, and then we were able to to have dinner and we played a bunch of games for like two hours afterwards. Wow. And it, was, it was like one of these things where like I'm like I'm done. Right. I'm done. I was gonna he's say like, that hey, must... let's do one more. I'm like. Okay, that had right, to have been a sacrifice for you, yeah. Little, okay. a little bit, but at the same time, it was it like was when really... he moves out, you'll be like, "All right, I played that game with him one time." <laughs> <laughs> one time. Yeah, right. Yeah. I played it right. half a time. I quit halfway through. Well, and and that, the, that was enough. The other thing that the other thing that made me happy was like I pretty much spanked him in every game he played. So, ah, so that's good. yeah, that was good for me. Still not as good as your old right. man there, fifteen. It's all about all about me, <laughs> but at the same time, if I can impart to him some kind of goodness. Well, don't they say everybody should get some birthday spankings? Right? Isn't that um, what they mean? I mean, you're just. I, you're I, just don't know. That's a David. I don't know. <laughs> dad joke. Okay. No. I don't know if that's a dad joke. It's just a Chris joke. That's a Chris joke. <laughs> um, so, anyways, like Ethan's birthday to me is like top of mind. So that's great. That's all I got. It was awesome. And for me, you know, it's just been. I, I said a couple weeks ago that I figured out my job description, and that is I navigate awkward waters. Yeah. Well, mm. I, this week I've navigated some really choppy aggressive mm-hmm. waves. turbulent waves right out of the gun yeah. like right from the gun it's Boom. been a week so but i'm doing my best and it's and i will just lead in with this mm. i love when the sermon that i preach on sunday whatever the topic is comes up during the week and mm. i and it's good because i can go okay all right, well, that makes sense. And it's funny because I've been in several different turbulent, awkward waters this week. And I thought that my sermon from Sunday applied to the first one, which I guess to a degree it does. But boy, did it apply to the second yeah. one. And I was like, all right, all right, we can do this. So it's all good in the long run. But it's a little taxing. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, it just yeah. drains you. 
Ooh. Like in a way, like nothing else does in life. But I do celebrate the people and the times that have, people have come alongside me this week in different, yeah. different moments. That might bring me joy, right? Joy, good comfort. No. No. <laughs> no, it brought me comfort. But I appreciate that. But this, this is an example of happiness or is it an example of joy? Two weeks ago, we gave examples of what we said were joy. But the reality of it is it was actually uh, examples of happiness Hmm. and we wanted to take more of a deep dive into what is joy and that is why brian so eloquently talked about in the opening the different questions of what is joy what is happiness how are they Mm -hmm. different how can we attain it and so what we wanted to do is just simply be as simple as we can And, and you look at the dictionary definition of happy huh okay michael scott huh well, Michael Scott, when he starts to give, nah, it's, uh, dumb. <laughs> <laughs> he gives the definition himself <laughs> dumb. Well, in, in one of the episodes of The Office, Michael Scott is like the definition of marriage or whatever, you know, like, yeah, dumb, whatever. <laughs> so, Eric, why don't you go ahead and read that for us, there? Uh, definition of wait, sorry, happiness or joy? happy, happy. Definition is feeling or showing pleasure or contentment. Makes sense. Sure. Chris, can you read the definition of joy? Okay, joy. Noun, a feeling of great pleasure and happiness. I don't know. That kind of sounds... That's confusing. Yeah. Well, that's not confusing. It's synonymous. Mm -hmm. Well... It's confusing because it's synonymous. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, right. Because, like, happiness is... To those of us that try to think of joy as something else, yeah. It's synonymous. Happiness is in the definition of joy. And by the way, can I say just real quick that those of you who, you know, we had so many people at the table during our joy episode a couple weeks ago, and and we don't want to belittle that because we did ask, you know, what brings you joy? So some of those moments of happiness that that people mention, Mm -hmm. there could be a deeper seed of, of joy amidst all of that. But it's... But we didn't really cover that two weeks ago, I guess. So I just wanted to say we respect all those moments of of Well, certainly in no way, joy. shape, or form are we diminishing by saying, hey, yeah. you weren't joyful, you right. were happy. Your sunsets are stupid. We're right. not saying that. <laughs> Your pet's dumb. <laughs> no. Uh, but we will we will continue further, and we'll see if you are right, Chris, in saying that, yeah, there's elements of joy in that. So... To look at it strictly from an English language perspective, I would say yes. They are synonymous. Happy, joy. It's the same thing. What And and as a reminder, Chris, this is where I thought you were going. You know, this is not a Christian broad, uh, podcast or broadcast. It is a podcast done by Christians. Mm-hmm. And so outside of a Christian purview, I think they are synonymous. Mm-hmm. Mm. But I think there is something different. Mm-hmm about a true godly joy Mm -hmm. and that's kind of where we're going tonight but if you're not a christian and you're like oh crap here it comes you know hang with us it's we're not preaching at you or to you or anything else we're just sort of describing a different viewpoint on how to look at a different a different way of looking at a source of happiness right like what joy could be to us or what is to us or what joy could look like th- like if you see beyond yeah and I, th- I think it's a very important distinction like you you sit in the uh the chair you know when you're getting your eye exam and they're like is it better like this or like this and i feel like joy and happiness are one of these things like it really matters how you see both of these things because there's one to me like it's on the surface and then there's one that's like very very fundamental um 
And so that's that's what we're going to get into. That's Brian, I don't know if I've ever commended you for your analogies. And yet all the time, I think Brian has the best analogies. Well, like I mean, you're always pulling those out. Thank you. Jesus spoke in parables. And so you Brian know, speaks I'm in analogies. To... <laughs> it's amazing. But I appreciate that. Yeah, no. I'm serious. Yeah, it's vivid. So an author and minister, S.D. Gordon, who, full disclosure, never heard of, could be a complete hack. But I like the way he talks about joy. He said, joy is a distinctly is distinctly a Christian word and a Christian thing. Hmm. It's He goes, it is the reverse of happiness. Happiness is the result of what happens of an agreeable sort. Joy has its springs deep down inside. And that spring never runs dry, no matter what happens. Only Jesus gives that joy. He had joy singing its music within, even under the shadow of the cross. Which there's a whole lot in that sense. There's a lot, mm-hmm. yeah. But I think the the predominant for me difference he outlines, which is happiness is the result of what happens, right? Of an agreeable sort. So I like that. Well, that makes me happy. As we right. go back to our definition, oh, that's it's a feeling or showing of pleasure or contentment. And it's like it's from an external, lovely point. Yeah, something that has is happening externally at the moment or right. whatever. Yeah, right. Uh, I wrote something once to somebody that when I talked about the difference between happiness and joy, like I, I, I see it as a river. Like it's all the same part of the flow, right? Chris is getting excited. Again, for analogy. another analogy. <laughs> but honestly, the, 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 Ooh, the, way, the way I see the difference between happiness and joy or an ocean, you have a very deep current. You have something that's constantly moving. It's con- It's like a bedrock, right? It's always going to happen regardless of what's happening closer to the surface. There's this thing deep down fundamentally. That's joy. And then you have what's happening up above. You're going to run into rocks. You're going to run into, um, you know, moments where the tide isn't running the way that it should. It's circumstantial. And so to me, joy, like what I want to reach for, and we might talk about this a little bit later in the podcast, but because c- you, you, you've talked about like what happens when you, you know, when you're in those times where, you might not have happiness, but like you have to reach for that joy because that's what's going to sustain you. And so for me, that joy is like, there's nothing good happening up on the surface. I'm running into rocks. I'm running dry ground, but you still have to keep moving. And that's what joy is to me. Does that make sense? Somewhat. Okay. To me. Yeah. <laughs> Makes I get a lot you. Of sense. Yeah, I mean, mostly. No, that's okay. I, yeah. I'm sorry for not saying just blanket. Yes, because I'm no, like, no. well, that it keeps going, but the rocks, but the water is the joy. No, no, no. The joy is the, is that deep current, like, and that's where you had like, if if you're in a oh, it's the so it's the moving water under the surface constantly, absolutely. That's not affected right. by the rocks it, without, or anything. Without the stuff that's not affected by the yes, rain exactly and the wind and the. Yeah. I was thinking I'm on the river. No, no, no. No, no, no. Like, if, if you're in a canoe or something, like, somebody paddling. You're canoeing through happiness and sadness dependent upon the rocks. Right. And like, you're at Ohio Pile, and bam, you hit that rock. If you're at Joy. You're, like, in a submarine, and you're, like, <laughs> you're, deep you're hitting down. the rocks under the water, but right. you keep moving. But you keep moving. Right. That, that's my analogy. I love it. Yeah, great. Glad we solved that. I would say the one of the main differences between the two, to keep it very <clears throat> sterile, is that happiness is dependent upon circumstances. Mm-hmm. Joy is not. Right. And that's... Rocks. The, <laughs> rocks and current. I don't know if I could have made it any clearer. I apologize. <laughs> but if you think about it, you can be happy. And here's, here's a, another difference that we can tie into the first difference. And that is this. The opposite, the opposite of <laughs> happiness <laughs> is what? 
He, sadness? Yeah, yeah. Very yeah. good, Chris. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, there is no opposite of joy. Ah. Uh, right. Despair? There is no opposite. No? Nope. Depression? I just said there's no opposite. Why are we challenging <laughs> <I'm> just, <laughs> He's trying to find that rock. <laughs> no, he's trying to find the other current. Uh, right. No, the storm. The, the log. Rock. The log. Right. The log of despair. It's kind of like, if I may... How we we say like the opposite of love is not actually hate. The opposite of love is indifference, which is almost mm. as if there isn't an opposite. Mm. So I don't know if that's sort of maybe I'm going analogy, but like is that kind of what you're saying, Jay? Is like okay, there's no you know here's joy. All these other things that we would think might be the opposite are actually the opposite of happiness. But joy is okay, yeah, much yeah. better because like okay. what is for you said like despair. Well, despair is the lack of hope of ever attaining happiness again. Right. That you're giving up any hope of happiness. Mm. I would mm-hmm. say hope is the despair is the opposite. So that's of hope. a huge distinction. Yeah. Um, what was the other one you said? Depression. Yes. That would be sustained lack of happiness. Right. right. So I would say, but that's so, a really good point. Thank yeah. you, and thank you for taking us there. Because uh, a point I'm, unchallenged I'm just trying to be in the deep current, you know what I mean? Has no rounded edge like a rock on a river at yeah. Ohio Pile. <laughs> That's a good tie. Another difference is, just like we talked about with despair and everything else, that happiness can be depleted. Mm-hmm. There is a right. finite amount of it and or it is, like we said, it is dependent upon circumstance. Whereas a true joy does not is not depleted. It can be ignored, I would say. It cannot be engaged. Right. Right. You can lose focus on it, but mm-hmm. it is never depleted. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Because well, it comes from somewhere else. Like, basically. Like, it, it comes from a place that is beyond being affected by all those external things. That's basically, right? Correct. Is that? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's not contingent upon them. <clears throat> so, maybe getting ahead of ourselves here. How does somebody that has lived with a attitude of happiness right like you're just moving from thing to thing you know you're you're buying the next car you're going on the next vacation but you're never finding that joy what do you do to to tap into that joy that reminds me brian i i remember hearing somebody talk about i can't remember who it was but they said like your peak in happiness is you're looking forward to the thing that you're looking forward to. So like, yeah, when you like, when we're like, when we plan vacation, Mm -hmm. like it's really exciting. So much fun. It's so much fun planning for vacation. You're thinking about all the fun things that you're going to do. And like, you know, building up to that moment. Like that is like the peak in the whole trip. Right. Right. Like it's actually like right before you go. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you're so excited about it and you're so happy about it. And then like, you know, you actually get to the trip and then you have to, I don't want to say, Work but you, well, you have to deal with all the things that come along with mm-hmm. it. And that, and sometimes those things are struggles and, you know, it's not as what was expected, right. you know, in your imagination and some things, but like, it's interesting that like how you put that, like that just reminded me of that. Like, like, yes, like yeah. always looking forward to something like it has to rely on something that's going and that's to exhausting. happen. And that's exhausting, you know? Yeah. In some cases, like, I mean, I feel like, you know, but if that's all you lived in, like if it's, you're, if you're what, only yeah. living in happiness, yeah, if that's, that's all what you, I'm saying. Yeah, right. Yeah. No, that, that's very true. Cause like, you know, there is, cause we wouldn't go on vacation if we didn't think it was a right. vacation. No, right. <laughs> you know and and I mean? vacation's right. great. Yeah. But, and I'm with you, Eric, on this. Cause I think like there is, there's like a mental thing where you're, you know, when you're imagining vacation or when you're preparing 
first of all, there's the anticipation, which just that feeling of anticipation can be really good. And it's yeah. almost like you're search, you know, you're searching or you're beginning a journey for something. And there's there's a little anticipation there, and that's good. Yeah. But I think it's also like when you're imagining all those good things you're going to do on vacation, they're like. None of the other, none of the discomforts are there. You know what I mean? You're like, oh, right. this is going to be great. Yeah. And I can't wait to, that, this, this is going to be, oh, that restaurant is going to, everything's going to be perfect. Yeah. And that, oh, that, I love that place. And oh, when we go to the boardwalk and when, when I'm sitting with my feet in the sand. And then yet when you get there, not that vacation can't be awesome, but you also have to realize, oh, you're probably going to get a little sunburned. Yeah, and oh, sunburned. the service yeah. at the awesome yeah. restaurant might not mm-hmm. be perfect. You got sand in your swimsuit. So there's all these little things that sort yeah. of make it not, yeah perfect right exactly yeah yeah and that's the circumstantial stuff yeah like exactly what i'm saying yeah yeah, yeah. And, yeah absolutely. And, and that's unsustainable you know and and like the trick is to find like that's always kind of been my my pursuit is how do you find what's sustainable and that's an that's an interesting point again because like i just thought about like well just go on vacation all the time yeah okay <laughs> like, go ahead and do that but it's yes, not. But, but then it's not. It's, it's not exhausting. joy. It would be it, Like even if you had all the money in the world, like there's yep. still the earthly mm-hmm. issues that you got to do. Like nothing is ever perfect. When no. Amy and I talk about, oh, we should just move to Ocracoke, we always have to temper that with the idea <laughs> that. Yeah, What's but if we move to Ocracoke, like? what actually happens? we still have to pay bills yep. at Ocracoke, and we still have to work in Ocracoke. Like we still have to do all the things of normalcy. While there. Is there a movie theater on that island? Oh, no. There's nothing. Oh, gosh. What are you, crazy? It's just paradise. Yeah. Well, but... You, but, you, I mean, if you want to go see a concert... Expensive paradise. Yeah. Yeah. yeah take a ferry. Yeah, you got to go somewhere. Anyway. So, I think as we do this, it comes to a point, and I think we'll get there sooner than later, namely now, <laughs> that you go, well, where does this joy come from? And that's why this is... We are Christians doing a podcast. And that is simply understanding that the God that created everything, the world, everything in it, so massive, so orchestrated, so intentful, so perfect, that he would care enough to send his son to live the perfect life that we could not, that if we would believe in him, all of our sins could be forgiven. Mm -hmm. Oh, now what greater gift would there be than that? None. I mean, a couple million bucks would be sweet. No, it wouldn't. It would be nice. It would be nice Not temporarily. In See, I'd like both. Right. <laughs> but I'm saying, that would be a great gift. But if oh, give about, me my shot. Give me my shot <laughs> with a million dollars. But but that would bring, you would think, great joy. Right. But it wouldn't. And so right. the joy is literally, I mean, and I'm, we're not going to be going doing a lot of this, but if you've ever read a Bible in John, it says, I have, uh, sorry, Luke, in the, in the, in the Christmas story. The angel said to them, do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy. joy. Mm-hmm. And that is God's gift yeah. is Jesus and Jesus's obedience. That only that can bring true joy. Mm. And it even says, you know, that on the cross, he experienced joy. Well, that's, mm. uh, I mean, I've had bad days. Yeah. Okay. I've right. had, uh, this week, I've had some bad days. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I got to believe uh, death on the cross, Pretty bad. being separated from your father. That's a bad day. That's uh, a bad day. And yet there's joy in that. Yeah. And it's it's a function mm. of knowing, and I was just having a conversation at the National Honor Society induction ceremony this evening with a family, by the way, who said their church has not yet reopened since COVID. Our new neighbors that moved in next to us have also, that that's where they're at too. Yeah. They're that's, like, 
are are you in person? We're like, what do you mean by? You're that? like, I'm right here. <laughs> they they really did. <laughs> I am in person. I'm up. I'm talking to you right now. <laughs> they're like, no, church wise. I'm like, yeah, we. F yeah, we've been, we've, been, we've been in person for uh, two been years. Been in church all this time. <laughs> Point of the story: I said to them the the old adage because we were talking about the way that their child and Bella represented themselves well, and I said, you know, that they said I remind him every day of you know who you are and mm-hmm. that you're my son, and I and I know these people a little bit, and mm-hmm. I said, and I said you didn't have to drop the old whose you are meaning that they're Christians and they right. belong to Jesus. Right. And she was like, that is right. And I said, she goes, you remember whose you are, except that you're the one watching. She goes, that's right. <laughs> but if you remember that, then the worst of life's circumstances just don't matter. Mm-hmm. And you can have right. an absolutely, what's the biblical term? Crap-ass day. Mm-hmm. And yet you're like, ah, but it's okay. Mm-hmm. And so I think right now I would love to talk for a minute when have you had the worst life has to offer or, or not even the worst, but some pretty crappy times. And yet there was joy. May I go please. So mid two thousands paddling down a river, paddling, <laughs> hitting rocks. <laughs> Ohio pow. <laughs> um, so last week when my wife Lex was on, we talked about our, you know, we alluded to some of the things in the mid 2000s that we had, and those were literally my darkest days of my life. Um, I talked about my rock bottom was pulling into Missouri to my <gasps> mother-in-law's funeral service Sorry. memorial. Sudden. Sudden. <laughs> Tragic. Right. right. 51 years old. Boom. Yeah. Right. 51. Didn't wake up. Made Put, put, a, co- put a pot of coffee on. Didn't wake up. Um, and then Lex was kind of close to her, you know? So anyways, like those were some really dark days and we also didn't have like verifiable jobs. We were doing real estate <laughs> and we were just flipping houses and, you know, just there were, there were points where we were, you've heard the phrase robbing Peter to pay Paul. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We use credit like that. And, and there's P- just- Peter was out of money. Peter and Paul were out of money. <laughs> um, there was nobody else to rob. and Or there might have been, but I was like, nope, we're not robbing anybody else. And we got to call this. And and so we did. And, you know, we had no verifiable income. We had no money. We were deeply in debt. We had a kid who I love, but was so difficult. We had uh, my wife who was just absolutely destroyed. Right. And I got to this point and I was, I was doing. You were not happy. I was not happy. There wasn't anything happy about at all. this time. And I honestly... No, I'm not being glib. I'm no, saying no, no, there's I, no happiness in this story. No happiness at all. And I honestly struggled for joy. And I got like... And, and still to that point, I was doing devotions, which if you're not familiar with devotions, it's, you know, you you might take a, um, a, a line of scripture or, um, you know, some thought about scripture and you, you go through scripture, you go through a thought and you reflect on that, right? It, it could be a five-minute devotion. It could be an hour devotion, whatever it is. But you're stopping and intentionally having a moment where you're reflecting on something about Jesus, right? Or, you know, some people call that meditation if you're not actually reflecting on Scripture. But for me, I was reflecting on Scripture. And I was doing the Scripture where... I was doing the Scripture where... Um, 
this this devotion where like the 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 scripture was John six sixty six. <laughs> 666 right like shouldn't the, even be in the bible right. but but like but <laughs> inerrant that's that oh, okay but that's that scripture that scripture says and from that time all of his disciples walked away from him mm. i just preached on that yes you did and but that always hits me home because like that was my one of my deepest darkest moments and it was almost like jesus coming to me and saying what are you gonna do like here <laughs> i you, had nobody you got nobody <laughs> here mm. you are all of your circumstances are absolute garbage. What are you going to do? Mm. And it was it, it like, and I went to bed that night. Just that was, it was the saddest I've ever been in my life. And I went to bed that night just going, I have nowhere to go. Like, I don't know what else to do. I've always had Jesus, but I'm, I'm, I'm content to say no. And then I woke up the next morning. I was like, and I'm back. And it was, I think I like, when I look at joy, Wait, can I state that example for a second? Yeah. Because to me, it sounds like Jesus was saying to you in that moment, look, am I enough? Mm-hmm. That's exactly what it was. Okay. Because you made it sound like a little bit different. No. That he's saying, look, you know, can all this go away? Am I enough? And, and you're that's like, what I oh, to, I've been looking that, everywhere else. And that's what I had to decide. Though. Okay. And when I, when I, I woke just wanted up, you to flush that out. No, exactly. And I'm, I'm glad you did that because when I woke up in the morning, I was like, where else am I going to go? Which what is else? what they say in the what very else next. I, well, and that's right. Exactly. That's exactly it. It is like it was literally what they do in the Bible, what the disciples say. And like I came to that moment where me as a person not reading the Bible stories, I came to that decision myself and said, what the hell else am I going to do in life? You know, and 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 then it, I, I really feel like at that point, Jesus started to sow into me. It doesn't matter what your circumstances are. If you, if you know me, like, regardless of all of that, you're going to find gratitude. You're going to find hope. You're going to find all of these other things that we can build on regardless of what those circumstances are. You know what I mean? Absolutely, I do. Mm-hmm. For me, my example, you know, is the trade days. Mm-hmm. When that which should make you happy had escaped us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. happy life, happy wife, happy life. Well, mm-hmm. my wife's really sad because my son's dying. Uh, my kids are sad because they're not getting as much attention. One of them has, you know, every measure of life. I was out of work as well at that time. Mm-hmm. You know, I'd left young life. I wasn't mm-hmm. yet a pastor. And I had to see my son go through the most pain, the most agony, everything else. And yet they were some of the, and I said to Bella the other day, I said the good old days. And she goes, were they good? And I went, honey, mm-hmm. in a lot of ways they really were. Yeah, mm-hmm. Because... I got to, I was so blessed by God in so many ways, so many people coming alongside us, seeing miracle after miracle, even though we didn't get the miracle we demanded and asked for. I remember Rachel and I, the day of his failed surgery, where he almost died on the table, and it was one of the best days she and I had together. And we're in an uncomfortable waiting room while our son is having his last ditch effort to get the cancer out of his body. They're taking one of his kidneys out, which we knew they would because the the surgery was too close to it. And they called us like all tentative. And we're like, yeah, we knew you were going to take the kidney. That's fine. And they're like, Oh, um, all right. And even after we found out that he almost died and he might be paralyzed and everything else, there was this sweet intimacy is the only word I can use that gave us so much hope and faith and mm-hmm. certainly a joy that there were zero circumstances to be happy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yet there was joy. 
and in my times since when I have had great moments of accomplishment, financial rewards, um, whatever else, achievements by my children, whatever else, for lack of a better term, the mountaintop experiences when, hey, all things, all tides are high right now on the river of whatever, and there are no rocks. There's a, there isn't as much of that sweet intimacy as there was in those even darkest of times. Nothing goes quite so deep as those times. It's almost like your DNA is being like, it's being changed in a, in a fundamental way that you can't, you can't do like, you don't want to go through it. It's almost like chemo, oh, no, chemotherapy. You, no, the, the line is I would never trade what I've learned about God. Right. But I, I would never want to go through what I just went through, but I wouldn't trade what I've learned no. about God. Eric, you'd said something. You had something. I did have something, but that does remind me of, uh, man, I remember being at Trey's memorial service and like, it was, un- it was unbelievably sad, like obviously, but there was like this sense of like joy and like that you can't explain. Right. You just can't explain it. And just you going through, like I just revisited in my mind and like, I'm just like oh, choking up just thinking about that. And you can't explain that joy because like there was like you talked and there was other people that talked, but like your message that day was just like unbelievable. Mm. And you like you just can't explain it and it was of hope and joy and and like your your son died <laughs> like and like you just can't explain that right and it's it's it was unbelievable um but with uh for me personally you know Amy and I struggled for a long time having having kids and um to the point of giving up yeah i i gave up I, like i honestly i gave up and i was like okay like if we're not supposed to have kids, we're not supposed to have kids. Then okay, I'm I'm at peace with it. But she wasn't, um, and like that was harder than me like giving up, um, you know, going through that. Like watching my wife be in pain. Like I was like I wanted to be the reason. I wanted to be, you know, I wanted to take on that. But there was there was times that like that were I, I i can't even think of like one specific one but like there was there was times where we would be in worship and like just you couldn't take the joy away from me you know even in the in a time that like hurt the most in my life you just couldn't take it away and it's just unexplainable um and that would probably be my best example and and uh yeah, i'm just tearing up thinking about it right now um yeah and that's not something you you there's no prescription there's no. no step by step like i can't explain it i can't explain it like it's it's it's, it's supernatural <laughs> it, it really is it like, really is supernatural well and, and to that end it's it's coming to an understanding of who god is yeah who jesus is what did he do for you and that his amount of love for you is endless mm-hmm. and if you if you come to a point where you're like because you know in the Christian world, we have a lot of people who say, oh, yeah, I gave my life to Christ. Yeah, great. Right. When you get to the point, you're like, oh, no, wait, I really get it. Right. And yeah. I, and I've truly abandoned all that. This is the bedrock. And I'd, and I'd much rather not, right. uh, you know, have nothing. Right. But if all I have is nothing, then right. I have everything. Right. When you get to that moment, it, it is. It, it is surreal. It is. On the one hand, it is irrational. But on the other hand, it's very rational. Mm-hmm. You know, so it is <laughs> like I've never gone through this before, but. Lots of people have gone through this before, and 
you see them in the Bible, you know, like you see those those stories in the Bible. And it's like, how can that person go through that? Well, how, how do they deal with that? And then you do it. And it's like, oh, right. OK. Well, and, that, and that's one of my problems. <laughs> it's one of my problems with the Bible <laughs> is that people read it and be like, oh, that's crazy. That happened to them. I wonder right. if it really happened to right. them. Right. And like, no, these are real people that had real circumstances yep. that went through these things. And guess what? It still happens. Right. And it's in the Bible and it's become the most famous book in the world. And ever and, heard of it? Yeah, <laughs> but, it was made in Titus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but but I mean, it is. It's it's those moments where you're like, wait a second, this is what the Bible's describing. I can identify with that because this is where I'm at right now. Mm-hmm. Like I said, you know, are you gonna walk away from me too? You know, and, and that's Jesus my talked to thing. Peter about that, and I was like. About what? are we allowed to be angry at God? And people would say that to me during the trade days and everything else. Like, are you angry at God? And I would yeah. say, I mean, I could be, but like, what am I going to do? Right. Take my ball and go home? Yeah. Right. Like, it's only going to be like a year, 10 years, 20 years later where I have to come back to God and be like, sorry, yeah, it was my bad. My You're bad. always there. Right. I wasn't there. <laughs> my yada, bad. yada. So I'm just going to wait. I'm, not gonna, I'm just going to skip all that wasting time. Yeah. And um, Bob, good old General Bob said that uh, those moments are indescribable. And I would Uncontainable. agree with Bob. And he's seen, he's seen some moments. Yeah. If you want to go back and listen to a podcast, right. he may be on one of those. He's in Afghanistan. And, he has yeah. seen some He has seen some stuff. Indescribable things. Yes. And yet, I bet there was some sense of joy. And I do. I just wanted to chime in. I don't have a great example for, for this because I struggle with it so much. And I, Wait, what do you I, mean? I appreciate that. What do you mean you struggle? Struggle with focusing on joy or finding joy when I am in a difficult place yeah like mm. when so, your circumstances <clears throat> do not bring happiness you don't find joy right. readily accessible yes because mm. i go so inward like my brain like what you know just the anxiety and the wanting to pull the covers over my head like i and that's some so it's really something i have to work on is, is where my focus um is but i do have a small example in that um even if it's not in my worst of times like there are times where if it's just you know Whatever it might be, and I, I I know I always go to anxiety as my example, but whatever is causing that anxiety or whatever, whatever situation I'm in, I find so much both peace and joy in um, what's called the Lord's Prayer, hmm. which is just it's, it's it's the best prayer in the world, right? And it is so <laughs> it is it is it's it really like is so straight the one Jesus yeah. taught. It's the one Jesus said. <laughs> yes, but it's the best. And it's so straightforward really and and simple in its. You know, it's not it's not eloquent and elaborate at all. It's like here are the points. It's you know almost what I like mean? math. It's almost like math. It's like right here. This or a musical composition. Mm. Without say, without like crazy flourishes though. See? Right? Like, no runs. Very, no, no runs. Right. Um, but specifically, I'm just the line. Yeah. Um, give us this day our daily bread. Mm-hmm. That right there. Mm. When I think that line to myself, I can always take like a deep breath. And like it's like this release to me, and I get this feeling of both peace and uh, and joy because it's like this. In, I'm gonna say happiness, but it's like I'm likening it to that sort of like inner welling of that. You can't, jo- ex- you can't explain it, right? Right. And it's because your world is crashing down on well, you. Well, you would say it's happiness with all stuff. for you. What you're saying is joy is happiness in spite of circumstance. Sure, absolutely, Which is sort right. of what we're yes, exactly yeah. right. And it's it's that idea for me that like that the daily bread thing does is is. For me, it's like it's despite the circumstances, it is, 
you know, this all all I need today, God, or all I'm you know I'm asking you for is what what you would give me and yeah. just what you would have me, you know, just what I need to to go and 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 you're enough for everything else. Well, you know, yeah. All of our lives were raised on what can I take today that's going to sustain me, and most of what we take today is temporary. And oh, so, I get so and, sidetracked, and so the and so the challenge becomes, you know, again. On a deeper level, what is the bread that sustains you? Jesus talks about bread of life, living water. What is that? Because that really, like, that's the mystery. You know, when I have nothing on this superficial level, when I have nothing that's, everything today sucks so bad, everybody's against me. What's going to sustain me? And that's mm-hmm. that deeper level that, that, you know, you're talking about that, yeah. that give us this daily, our daily bread. That's the secret that when you tap into that, when you understand what that is, man, that it's, that's, that's a powerful thing. Um, and, and so like one of our friends, Heather says, joy can enable us to be happy about things that we are not able to be happy about. And Heather has an example. Do we want to talk about that? Uh, we certainly can. Or are we off? Did I get off subject here? We did. I'm sorry. Well, that's all right. I'm not a good segue guy sometimes. <laughs> no, that's all right. Uh, that was a, yeah. So we'll come back to that in a second. Okay. But, but I think what, what Heather had said was for the happiness episode was that she finds happiness when nothing's wrong. Mm. And what I wanted to talk about in that, and that kind of made me sad a little yeah, bit. Absolutely. You know? And she yeah. said, I don't know if you want to share that because <laughs> right. it's going to bring the room down. Right. She goes, but I just find happiness when there is no, I think she actually, she said, when there's no dumpster fire, when, mm-hmm. whenever, when there's no calamity, yeah. that makes her happy. Right. And I think it's sort of the flip side of what the reality mm-hmm. is when we're talking about joy. Joy is to a degree is found when you finally realize that my relationship with God through Jesus is all I have. You know, when when you talk about when you have your anxiety and mm-hmm. you have this and you have that and you keep taking it internal, yeah, I think so yeah. much of life is us just pretending like we're in control. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and in each of our three circumstances, they were different emotional rock bottom moments where God went, "Am I enough?" Because <laughs> I, you know, you have nothing else at this yeah. point, and you're like, "Holy cow, holy Jesus, you really are." <laughs> right enough yeah and so in the meantime when you're sort of in this stage and you're like okay if i was better at this or if i was better at that mm-hmm. you know you, you're still playing this game of achievement right and and, yes. and, and self-righteousness yeah. and yeah. independence from god yeah and when you're finally like all right i just can't do it i right. just can't do it anymore then you find that joy of oh it's still okay yeah. I'm okay i can be a complete dirtbag failure have the worst life as it offer everything else and you still care about me yeah. and you're still going to give me something and I, I did want to say, Chris, I join you in like when there's times where like I don't know what to pray, I don't know, yeah, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. I like I'll just say the Lord's prayer because mm-hmm. like it's it is the perfect prayer. Like I and it's kind of indescribable of like how it does make you feel like when you really say it and and mean it. Like yeah, yeah. I like to I, I like to take it apart. I like to take each yeah. little phrase and be like because every what every is this part of today? it. Like, yeah. What is like it's, every part of it is yeah. meaningful. Yeah, it's yeah I. I join you in that. That's awesome. And in response to Jay, I was going to say it's just such a it's just such an eye opening, and I w- I'll even get cheesy and say like a heart opening realization when you have that moment, or it could be one of those moments in your life where you're like, "Holy Jesus!" Like this is like <laughs> holy cow, Jesus. Yeah, that like <laughs> holy Jesus cow. Like that that you know that realization that 
wow like this like that, god's really it, there it, yeah and it is enough and like <laughs> and, that and is, i don't have to do everything right but oh it's, it's great and it's freeing that. and that's where we talk about the you know the yeah. freedom and like that it's so freeing but how do you attain that how do you attain joy well again that goes back to what we just said which is quite simply coming to the understanding that yeah god loved me enough that he would send his son to die for me on what, the cross. What if you don't want to believe in that? Well, then you're not going to have an access to this type of joy. Mm. You're going to have great happiness. That's just a, that's you can just have a, great purpose. That's just a straight up math sentence there. Yeah, <laughs> as your chair falls. Down. <laughs> um, but or maybe not. I don't know. No. <laughs> Again, in this context, yeah. we're saying the definition of joy is coming from an understanding of who you are compared to the God of the universe and what He has done for you. Mm. We say, well, I don't believe that. Okay. Well, then you're not going to have this kind of joy. Right. You can make up your own kind if you want. Right. That you can, can be purpose. You can, you can maybe can have find mission. some level of salt. Right. You know. And that's great. And if that works for you, knock yourself out. Right. What, we're, what we can attest to, attest to or testify is that this is true. Mm-hmm. This is biblical. And this is something that we have found to be true. Right. Even through what's crazy about all this is, and that's terrible segue because it's not crazy at all. When I first became a Christian, I read James 1, verse 2, which is considered pure joy when you experience trials and tribulations of all kinds. And I was always like, well, that's a hell of a thing to say. (laughs) So when crappy things happen to me, I'm supposed to be like, yes! (laughs) But, and then, you know, didn't really ever do that. But what's amazing is if I can consider that pure joy and I can find the joy, which is that relationship with Christ, even in the worst trials and tribulations. Yeah. Well, then you're untouchable. Yeah. yeah. And so when the last thing I kind of wanted to, to make sure we went over was how do we sustain it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Chris, you led us into that wonderfully. I did. You did. You did, buddy. Because you Good said, job, I go inward. I when things that. go bad, I sure. go inward. Yeah. And it's when we don't focus on that, you can ignore it. You can ignore the joy of the Lord. You know, it, it's still there. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> it's still there, but you can ignore it. It's not like it's, just, it's going to overwhelm you, you know. Yeah. And so when we focus on ourselves, when we focus on the trials and the tribulations, when we focus on the heartache and the pain, or dwell, I should say, because we mm-hmm. should focus on it so that we can comfort it. Mm. Well, then, yeah, that joy is going to go away because you're not tapping into it. Right. You're leaving God out of it. Yeah. But to focus on him, to focus on that joy and to say, okay, God, have you been there for, you know, for me before? Yeah. Have mm-hmm. you said that you'll never leave me nor forsake me? Yeah. Right. Okay. Will you provide a way? Yeah. Did you promise me a rose garden? No, you didn't. Mm-hmm. Did you say it would be easy? Mm, actually, no. You said it'd be quite hard. Yeah. All right. Well, that's where we are. And yet I'm still going to be okay. You know, so the, it's, to me, it's the focus, Joseph Jason, the, per, the, the, um, what did I mean? Perception. Yeah, yeah, perception. Perception. How do you perceive things? Perspective. Perspective. The perspective. Are you looking at that lens? Or are you looking through a selfish lens? Or are you looking at the circumstance lens? Mm-hmm. Well, if you look through the proper lens of who God is and how much he cares about you, that joy can't go anywhere. Mm-hmm. That would be my opinion on that. Yeah. <laughs> but who am I? <laughs> I love how you have, like, so, that's only my opinion. That's my opinion. <laughs> well, and here's the thing. You don't have to believe us. You don't have to engage in yeah. this. But I would tell you to take a look at it and see if it doesn't make sense to you. Yeah. And if it doesn't, all right, knock yourself out. And yeah. I would be really curious to hear everybody else at, at the table, like, where do you go when everything goes bad? And what is your joy? Like, where do you go to find that joy? And, you know, what 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 do you feel like is happiness versus joy? Because it, it's always interesting to me. I talk to so many people and I'm, I really, I, I try to find... 
what's that deeper current? You know, what's, what's that level that you exist on? And if it's like, oh, I got a lot of vacations, eh, that's really not joy. That's really not the thing. You know what I mean? Well, and, and you can tell in, to a degree that this is true and this works because of the way people mock you. Oh, you're brainwashed. Oh, it's a crutch. Oh. Mm, about faith. About, yeah, about yeah, faith in God. Yeah, through absolutely. Jesus. Oh, yeah. it's all those things. Right. And you know what? You're, you're brainwashed and all those things. And like, well, all right. So what do you do in the hard times, buddy? Right. Because guess what? This never goes away. Ever. Yeah. You know, and if it's a brainwashing, well, I'll tell you what. I'm pretty, I'm pretty cool with that. It's a great way to go through life, right. you know, because if, if your focus is on, we've talked about it, if your focus is on yourself, your achievement, the way people treat you, all this stuff, guess what? Those all go by the wayside. Another person. You Those know? all yes, go by the wayside. Absolutely. Those can be blessings and additions. Fail. They all They can fail. be good things. Yep. But if that's your, as you said, bedrock, yep. well, then your river will run dry. And you're going to hit the rocks in Ohio pile. <laughs> or you're <laughs> just going to get stuck. At that point, yeah, you're just going to be like... <laughs> rolling along the rocks wrapped right. up Be- against the rock because that is happiness and you're relying on that and it's not sustainable it's well, just not when i was a little kid they said that jesus was the rock and he uh, rolled my he rolled blues my blues away, away. Oh, dude man. shoe bop let's wow. do all the songs <laughs> let's uh let's not <laughs> but brian you asked some good questions and feel free Please, please go to uh, Facebook, go to Lunchtime in Rome, leave a comment and tell us how much you agree. Tell us your story of when you found joy, when mm-hmm. you realized joy had been there all along. Tell us that we're wrong. That'd be great. I don't care. It's fine. Uh, or, or I just value t- your, yeah. your uh, contradictions. Tell us, tell us what you're grasping at. Like, what are you like? There's people out there listening to this right now that are like, I just desperately want to cling to something. I want some kind of joy, but everything I feel like is a conditional happiness. And Correct. so what, do you, what are you clinging to? Like, what what is your lifeline right now? And if you don't have one. Gosh, we want to talk to you so bad. We want to. We want to come to the table with you. Conditional happiness is such a great term too, because like that really is it's so everything. And I am so guilty of chasing the next thing. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, oh, the if next I, big thing. If, yeah, if I just had this, or oh, if I, oh, I'm, I get, you know. Amy will tell you, I get obsessed over this and that. Like, latest thing was my VR headset, which, no, do I think that's going to solve all my problems? No, that's not what I mean. Nah, but that's like, a good escape every once in a while, isn't it? Sure, yeah. But, I, I mean, and I enjoy all those those kinds of things. Like, oh, this little tech thing and that thing and whatever. But um, if that's all you're ever doing is just chasing those things, you're missing out on a lot. You're just surfing for the next wave, but you're not really in the ocean. I love all and the, with that, the water. Yeah. <laughs> And with that, and with that, we're going to wrap up episode 148. Duke's going to um, be mad. Oh, we didn't go over. Oh, man. All right, hold on. We got to stretch it out. Stretch it out. <laughs> no, Sorry. the beginning was shorter. It's Sorry, all dude. good. No, but we're he wanted good. longer at the end. Content. Everybody's listening now. They heard us um, sign off. 45 minutes. <laughs> Guys, if you uh, are still listening, we welcome you to uh, take a take a look at lunchtimeinroom.com, not just to leave a comment, but to check out the relational needs questionnaire where you can learn something about yourself um, and really get get on board with with. Um, your relationships in life and understanding how you work and how uh, people in your life work as well. We thank you for joining us. We'll see you next time on Lunchtime in Rome. See you next week. Bye. Bye. It's Lunchtime in Rome. It's going to give me the tingles and uh, everything. Yeah, it's going to be great. I've had it all my life, I'm telling you. I'm a piece of crap and I should put crap in my mouth. Oh, it's coming. Well, don't they say everybody should get some birthday spankings? There could be a deeper seed. Everything today sucks so bad. Yes! Yes! (laughs) Woo!